Welcome in everyone and thank you for listening to the 199th ever episode of the Missouri Sports Podcast brought to you by 106 Apparel and recording from the Revel Advertising Studio in beautiful Springfield, Missouri. I'm one of your hosts Cameron Albert alongside my good friend and fellow Mizzou fan Kyle DeVries. How are you doing today Kyle? I'm doing well Cam, how are you? I'm doing fine. 199. 199 episodes. Yeah. Seems seems kind of crazy. Yeah. A few years. Few few years worth of of content behind S- us. Some of it good, I hope. <laughs> Some okay. <laughs> but we we've had our moments. We can stop there. <laughs> um. Yeah. It's been fun. Well, we let's not get too nostalgic. Nostalgic because uh, episode two hundred is next week. True. That's the time to do that. Yeah, save the pleasantries for next week. <laughs> um. Basically, we've got one giant visit weekend to talk about for Mizzou football and it's pretty exciting lots of big time recruits in town Uh, before we get to all of that though don't forget to subscribe on YouTube if you haven't already leave us a review on the podcast platform you use and of course you can support the podcast directly on patreon patreon.com slash Missouri sports pod Uh, Shout out to all of our patrons over there right now. They are about to be receiving this uh, really cool t-shirt exclusive, not available in the shop. Here it is. Like literally producer Cameron's wearing it. Producer Cameron's wearing it. Cam's a little Uh, closer. There it is. But yeah, hold it up anyway. And here it is. You got to check it out on YouTube to see what we're talking about here. It's a nice tiger head with the lightning bolt welcome in in his mouth. And a little MSP lightning bolt on the sleeve. Mm-hmm. Producer Cameron, great job with the shirt. It looks amazing. Thank you. Thank Original you. design completely by him. Mm-hmm. And that's what you get. Yeah, very that's cool. That's what you get. That's what you and get. And the Patreon. <laughs> what, six mo- every six months, yes. you get some kind of thing. Some kind of merch. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, back in December, we sent out flags like this one on the table. Now here in June, we're sending out this shirt. So sign up for that, uh, and you'll be getting something Christmas time. And hopefully, producer Cameron stays he's just stays churning out great content and great yes. designs. Yeah. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um. Yeah, so those are not going to be available in the store. We might throw some stickers with that design on it in the store so you can get a taste. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, these Patreon items are exclusive. <laughs> Just us and our supporters will have them. <laughs> um, anything else, Kyle, before we just jump right in here? How'd you sleep last night? Mm. <laughs> okay. Um, we're in a, we're in a routine where Olivia starts out in her bed and then at some point she wakes up and refuses to lay back down in her bed. So she just comes and cuddles up next to us and she's usually good for another five or six hours at that point. So still interrupted sleep going on, but you still recommend having children and stuff like that to everybody (laughs) you know i'm i'm enjoying it good uh it's not for everyone at every uh like time in one's life so 
Sounds like a ringing endorsement. I mean, I'm not gonna lie to anybody. She's not, a, she's great. I'm not gonna lie mm-hmm. to you guys and say that it's uh you know just all perfect things all the time. But uh, none of the negatives outweigh just her waking up and smiling at you and stuff. Of course. Um, let's talk about these visitors. The summit is what this weekend is being called. And it is a bunch of class of 2023 guys. Well, actually, there was some 2024 recruits on campus recently, mm-hmm. or they're yeah, about within, to be. Yeah, within the last couple of days. So maybe we'll, we'll get to those guys first and then get into the meat of mm-hmm. this coming weekend. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, there were a few guys on campus, notably, I think some in the 2024 class and some in the 25 class, which is absolutely insane that we're talking about uh anything in the year 2025 as being remotely close but um a couple 2024 guys that are like pretty notable that i just uh wanted to bring up uh was um melvin laster he's a linebacker from kansas city and he's going to be pretty highly touted for sure um 2024 linebacker if i didn't say that um and then anias williams is a 20 2024 running back from (coughs) Hannibal, missouri um I saw some pictures of these guys on on Twitter, and obviously Melvin Laster, man, he is he looks ready to contribute already. And he was standing in front of, uh, well, some of all, most of them were taking pictures, kind of in front of the south end zone, and like it looked like the photographer was kind of like on the ground, maybe, and the you could see like the the sky and just the magnitude of the south end zone. It just looked really really cool, and I, I love that I love that addition to the to the stadium. I think it's awesome. Uh, Laster is a four-star recruit, and Williams is a three-star recruit. Uh, but some in-state guys that's worth uh, keeping tabs on. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, the gem of the 2024 class, especially in-state, is Ryan Wingo, yep. top five player in the country, number one in the state of Missouri. There's, you know, it used to be, I feel like not every single year, uh, looking back had like a top tier guy in state and then like half a dozen four stars that were worth going after uh more recently it feels like the state of missouri has just reloaded with d1 talent every single year yeah and we're coming off a big year for in-state guys in 2022 and it's right there again in 2023 and then top five guy in the country and then a really deep in-state class right there again in 2024 Mm -hmm. yeah it is kind of interesting seems like um you know we i feel like we talk about the tiger 10 year a lot but that would have been 2017 and at the time that seemed like one of the best high school classes ever maybe or you know in a in in the modern era of recruiting for in-state you know guys that was just like oh my gosh we have got to figure out how to get these guys on campus and since then it seems like we've had a multiple classes that are probably right up there or even better uh with that class and then of course looking back we've talked about this multiple times also that that class didn't even end up being that great when they when those guys got to college but um, i feel like part of that was the mizzou coaching staff making that a thing for the recruiting that's probably reasons it was like seemed like magnified in our minds because they were making it a a thing Yeah. yeah I mean, possible. not to say that there weren't, you know, the right. you still needed that many guys of that caliber to even entertain something like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know if the fans on their own 
would have you know come to that conclusion it kind of and the the football staff definitely made an effort to get those guys on campus at the same time multiple times and link them together obviously the strategy there was if you can get a few of them on board then maybe you'll get all of them or something but um yeah laster and williams uh those guys and then like there's like five others in 2024 that I hope the Mizzou staff is on early and starting to make those relationships because Mm -hmm. there's lots of four-star guys in that class and uh I mean you just mentioned the domino effect in recruiting that's didn't happen for us in the Tiger 10 year but that's absolutely a thing um you know it happened with Luther Burden for sure there was kind of a like oh okay like Missouri is a serious uh contender now for like recruiting and stuff so uh, if they can get Ryan Wingo on board or, or something like that, I mean that would just be huge. And yeah. uh, you know that's a pretty familiar knit last name with with Mizzou in the in the last you know five years or so. And uh, it seems like Missouri has really done a good job um, building relationships with him early on. So I think they'll be in there with him to the end probably. All right. So then moving to 2023 and the recruits that will be on campus this coming weekend. Um, you take it away any any order that you want. Yeah, I've kind of had this date circled on the on the calendar for for a while now because it just seemed like um, this was going to be the week that they had a lot of a lot of big guys on campus at the same time. Uh, I don't know if it ended up being I don't know if they ended up getting as many guys on campus as they had originally planned, but it's still still a huge recruiting weekend. Well, let's mention real quick who's not coming that we know yeah. um, th- that would that we would have liked to have seen there. Uh, off the top of my head, uh, Jeremiah Love is probably the number one guy that most likely will not be in attendance mm-hmm. uh, because he'll be on an official visit to Alabama. Mm-hmm. Which is understandable. I mean, he's been to Missouri probably tens of times, and uh, he was on campus like a week or two ago. Yeah. And when you have an opportunity to go to Alabama, you just go. Yeah. And... So I, I'm not too worried, uh, I guess. Uh, you know, It does seem like that's more of an uphill battle than it was a few months ago, but I'm not worried about that specific um, change in plans, I guess, that he's going to Alabama. Anybody else that, uh, where we're, that isn't able to make it that uh, we, you wish you could see? Um, I don't know, really, off the top of my head. Um, I can't think of too many guys that you know they're missing out on that I had hoped to see. I mean, some of the kind of the some of the cornerstone recruits of of Missouri are are going to be here this weekend. So, and it may be guys that Missouri is um, kind of a little bit behind on anyway. So it's a chance for them to maybe make one last pitch before these guys commit. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, have you seen that some people on Twitter have been count have did, have been tweeting like countdowns for this weekend and stuff? I think I saw. No. Nathaniel Pete maybe tweeted oh, okay. one yesterday or something like that. So uh, I think it's fun when the coaching staff kind of gets the current players like involved in yeah. recruiting and stuff like that and kind of just building hype for the weekend. But um, okay, we'll we'll start off on the list of guys that will be here um, and not here, uh, but will be on campus here in this studio. Yeah, that'd be cool uh, this weekend. And obviously, two guys right off the top of the list that you've heard us talk about time and time again, uh, but both offensive linemen from Missouri. The first one's Caden Green and he's from Lee Summit North and this guy is 6'5", 310 already and if you man, I saw some pictures of him recently on a visit somewhere else and 
he just looks exactly like you would picture like a stud offensive tackle he's just he's just built for exactly what he's going to do in college and he's going to be a great player i think no matter where he goes seems like an oklahoma lean right now i don't think missouri's out of it but you know he's he's taken some pretty big visits recently to lsu um and uh it just seems like oklahoma is the is a landing spot but i think he's committing next month missouri's got his last visit so um got some work to do though got some work but hey that's never a bad thing to get the last visit Mm -hmm. uh he is friends with uh current mizzou player armand and bow they played together at least summit north both offensive linemen so i guess they've got that connection going for him too uh, second guy, uh, again, you've heard this name a lot, is Logan Reichert. He's <laughs> this guy is six seven, three forty five, as a high school senior uh, from Raytown. And if Missouri is going to land a top recruit, it seems like it's going to probably be Reichert. And I'm not guaranteeing that, but I think it seems to be down between Missouri and, and Oregon at this point. And Oregon seems like maybe kind of a random destination, but I think that Oregon's got a guy on their staff that he has a connection with. And um, so that might be uh, definitely – Oregon's got some pull. They've been making him a priority yeah. as well. Yeah, so I think he visited recently. So what seemed like a shoe-in for Missouri maybe at one point and earlier in this recruiting process is probably less so now, but I still think that they're right there, um, maybe still the favorite to, to land a Riker. He's a four-star mm-hmm. offensive lineman, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, next guy was kind of a late addition to the weekend, and it was kind of a kind of a splash. Was uh, four-star Marvin Burks, and he is six-two, one-ninety. He's a safety from Cardinal Ritter, and I think that's a pretty big deal. I mean, Missouri has not recruited St. Louis super well historically with like with like <coughs> highly rated players, especially it seems like Cardinal Ritter in, in particular. It seems like they have struggled to recruit guys from from that school so that that's a big deal uh it seems like you know the nil opportunity is is pretty big maybe in this recruitment specifically so um, that's definitely something to watch 24 7 sports uh has a prediction of him to Ole miss Ole miss yeah all right next guy on the list is four-star wide receiver joshua manning he is 6'2", 195 from Lee Summit. Uh, I think he just uh, came off of a visit to Arkansas last weekend, maybe. Um, so it looks like the other contenders in that recruitment are uh, Nebraska, Kansas State, Iowa State, and then obviously Arkansas. Mm, a lot so of some regional, ooh, yeah, some regional powers to to defend against. But um, what, that's kind of like a classic recruiting yeah. battle, right there. It's kind of throwback. Yeah, it seems like it's been a while since we've been in recruiting battles with uh, with some of those schools. Mm-hmm. Seems like, um, I don't know, five ten years ago. Yeah, we were yeah. like ev- every recruit was like Nebraska, yeah, Kansas Iowa State, State yeah, yeah, for sure. Now it's like Oklahoma, yeah, Notre Dame. Which I guess well, that, I mean that's we were always losing guys to those teams, like yeah. in-state recruits, but it was almost like. We never even had a chance, so right. don't even worry about it. Exactly. I mean, I guess it's a it's a good thing that we are. Seems like obviously Drinkwitz has put us in a different class in recruiting, but we're recruiting against some different competition now. Yeah, but seeing uh, Nebraska like on twenty four seven sports, seeing like the Missouri Tiger uh, logo next to the Nebraska and Kansas State Iowa State logos in recruiting, immediately transports me back to like 
Gary Pinkle era. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Big 12 days. Mm-hmm. All right. So those are kind of the main, like, well, I guess there's a couple more that I'll get to, but w- one kind of under-recruited guy that's on campus is uh, Nicholas Deloach. I think that's how you say that. And he's 6'1", 170. He's a wide receiver. Doesn't I don't know if he has a star rating on some of the recruiting services, uh, but he uh, just got offered recently from a camp that he was at, and his other offers, like his other main offers right now, are Northern Illinois and Northern Iowa. So definitely seems like if Missouri wants to make this guy a priority, they can they can definitely do that. Mm-hmm. What's the deal with the wide receivers? We've just been stockpiling them, but also just every recruiting class has in-state wide receivers that are like worth pursuing right multiple um i don't know it's just like it's a good spot to be in but at the same time i'm a selfish fan and i just kind of wish that the desire to come to mizzou could be spread around to more position groups sometimes yes it does seem a little bit inconsistent especially with like the caliber of player at least in the recruiting services yeah like that they're going after because there it's like top three player in the country luther burden and random like no offense uh like juco player that we landed recently that are basically in the same class now yeah like a wide range of caliber of player that seems like they're going after um in the wide receiver room seems like there's a lot of guys in the wide receiver room right now so um but some talented young guys for sure okay and then the last guy on the list is Amir Herring and he is a four-star offensive lineman and this is an interesting case this might be one of the bigger recruits to follow this weekend specifically because it seems like his recruitment is kind of coming down to it and Missouri's right there in the running but they're going to be against Michigan probably Michigan's probably the biggest player they're up against right now and uh but he's 6'3 280 uh, has a commitment date of July 7th. So that's a couple weeks away. I think Missouri is his last visit. I think he's been to Michigan recently, but it seems like M- Michigan's maybe been playing some games with him a little bit and maybe not sure if they have room for him, but it sounds like if they do have room, that's probably where he's going to end up potentially. So definitely one to watch, uh, and Missouri's going to give him the best pitch they've got this weekend and see what happens. Uh, he's got six crystal ball predictions on 24 7 sports 100 percent of them are to michigan okay yeah that's but i mean a six out of ten medium uh what's it called confidence okay yeah that, that seems consistent like with um like what i'm think thinking is the situation where it's kind of up to michigan on yeah. whether or not they take him and um you know they have they've got a lot of resources they got a lot of high highly recruited guys that they could probably take right now so Imagine Missouri being in a situation where there's a four-star, like in-state, top 300, four-star offensive lineman, and he like most likely would commit in a heartbeat. And Missouri's like, eh, just hold on a second, like you, you know, must look, be nice. Yeah. Gosh. <laughs> uh, so lots of big names. Um, are we on? We're not really on commitment watch this weekend, are we, for anybody? You never know. Uh, definitely, I think uh, Nicholas Deloach could commit if they if they you know gave him the green light to do so. Um, as far as, like, immediately, probably not, but you never know. Mm-hmm. And, uh, 
you know, I think this will, it's kind of an interesting recruiting class. You know, it seems like last year we were really busy this time of year with like all kinds of names and stuff. And so it seems a little quieter. All kinds of people named Luther Burden. The, that too. And, uh, but uh, more, more guys on pitches and stuff. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's still, we're early in the summer, but I do think this class will probably be a little smaller. I think because of the COVID year, there's just like this kind of, there's a lot of older guys that are still on the team and the rosters are a little bit bigger. And so just less turnover probably this year than in a normal year. And so I think this class will end up being smaller than a normal class. So they've got to be selective with who they land because mm-hmm. there's less there's less spots, the less um, you know chances to take flyers on guys and stuff. So that may be obviously kind of what Michigan's experiencing too. Right. So um, got to make sure you you feel a certain way about about guys. So what do you think? Um, I saw some people talking about this online recently. What do you think about these in-state recruits taking? Oh, like not using an official visit coming to Mizzou, using their five official visits for schools that they wouldn't be able to go visit otherwise, and then taking like, you know, five or six unofficial visits to Mizzou. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of interesting um, there. I mean, you could look at it from a positive way that they feel comfortable at Missouri and it's like the place they have been to several times and feel comfortable there. And, you and it's just, like, oh, you got a free weekend? Let's go for to sure. Columbia. Exactly. And so I think that's a good thing. Um, but, you know, in some ways it does kind of seem like, well, now we'll take our real visits to the big boys. And um, so, you know, that may just be me as a biased fan um, perceiving that in a, in the wrong way. But yeah, I think you could probably perceive it that way too. So I don't know. It may just be on an individual case. Yeah, and the thing is, that I feel like the way you have to look at it is – Missouri is not is rarely going to be in the position where like a four star from Michigan is uh, you know using his unofficial visits at Michigan and then Mizzou is one of those official visits for this highly touted out of state player. Um, those kids are gonna do exactly what the Missouri kids are doing. They're gonna go to Oklahoma and Alabama and Notre Dame and you know Miami for their official visits because those are schools that are obviously really good at football historically and have they are a place where you want to go on vacation and want to see the red carpet rolled out for you and meet the meet the coaches yeah those legendary coaches and stuff yeah Yeah. i get it you want to have that whole experience and um and when you're 18 years old you just want to experience fun things you want to be wanted and yeah and then you know some of them will still take an official visit to missouri but um I don't know. I would rather those guys be in state and have that connection just from being in their backyard. Uh, I feel like that's obviously the only thing giving us a shot at some of these guys, you know? Yeah. Uh, so I would take that over them, you know, living in the state of Alabama and getting an official visit to Missouri. Mm-hmm. Although I, it makes me wonder like what the staff is able to do on an official visit versus unofficial. I know that yeah. they're, they're like paying for the visit and stuff. I know how all of that works, but like, are they, can they still kind of roll out the red carpet once they get, once they pay their own way to get to campus for the weekend? I don't know how yeah, any don't of that kind of works. Um, like official visits, they're probably buying them dinner and yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah. I don't really know some of those key differences, um, but obviously you'd think an official visit would be, it's a little more formal. Mm-hmm. 
maybe a little more planned out. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm down for uh, the in-state guys just to get on campus and hang out yeah. anytime. Mm-hmm. That's what uh, Jeremiah Love did recently. Um, let's see. So, uh, big picture for the class of 2023, um, how do you see it stacking up to 2022 as far as like keeping the ball rolling and maybe even fan expectations? Uh, you said maybe they won't take quite as many players, but are we are we still looking at maybe a little bit of a disappointment compared to last year? You see, that's the thing with sports where it's difficult to always one-up yourself. And I think fans kind of get that, and uh, I'm including our, uh, us in this, yeah. where you know once it happens once, we expect it to happen every year. And you know we had probably our best r- recruiting class ever last year. I don't think that this year is going to stack up to that um, numbers-wise, like rank-wise maybe. But um, And yeah, the quantity of guys that are in this class will probably be less as well. But... I still think in the grand scheme of things of what Missouri has done historically in recruiting this this class will will stack up well you know we already have a couple four-star guys on board I think Missouri will land at least two or three more four-star players um, are well positioned with some big guys and we haven't always been able to say that um, even in the last five ten years at times so I'm still excited and you know it might be I don't know if I would use the word disappointing but maybe just it may not make as much noise as last year, but you know, Missouri has an opportunity to, um, f- you know, try and fill some needs and um, be really selective with who they get. And you know, so far, you know, we, I don't know how many guys we have com- committed. It's like three or four, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like all I like all those guys that are on board. And um, I don't know. Uh, five total, uh, one unranked, but uh, yeah, Norfleet. Uh, Jabari Johnson, Ja'Kai Lang, those are kind of, uh, and uh, Marquise Johnson, those mm-hmm. are the ones that are ranked in the class of 2023 already. Right. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I mean. Three of those four guys are already, like, four, four-star players and a mm-hmm. out-of-state four-star quarterback. And, yeah, I think it's easy to just be like, oh, man, like, we we like we landed Luther Burden last class. Like, who's, who's the Luther Burden of this class going to be? Yeah. And I think it's just probably not realistic that we're going to land a five-star player every class and um have some have uh, have the chance to to really fill some needs though yeah last year 24 7 had the final recruiting class at 18th in the country uh the year before that was 30th which was like decent probably yeah yeah. uh it was definitely an improvement over the past four seasons Mm -hmm. um so if we're back around that 30-ish ranking um then We'd be expecting, again, something a little bit better than that, you know, top 20, 25 range uh, for 2024 probably. But, you know, if we just keep in that 20 to 35 and, you know, every other year is a little little bit better or every third year is uh, just a dynamite class, Mm -hmm. we'll be just fine. Right. That's that's basically what uh, Gary Pinkle did, except never quite had a class like the 2022 class Mm -hmm. yeah i think this will be a unique year kind of with the covid year and every school kind of doing the balancing act right now of like uh all these upperclassmen that probably stuck around a little an extra year and uh being able to stockpile some more transfers and stuff in the off season uh 
I definitely think it's possible that these guys that we feel not so great about right now, um, it's very possible that they just don't have a spot on some of these teams they want to go to. And Missouri is right there, well positioned all the way to the end of the game. And, you know, I, I don't know if I could call out any specific players that that could like, um, that that could apply for, but I would just say this could be a year more so than normal that you just stick around until the end and see what happens with a, with limited spots to go to. Caden Green, Oklahoma won't want him. I bet. That's why I don't want to say. I don't know <laughs> if I would apply that to. I don't want to. I don't know if I want to say that for individuals, <laughs> but it's very possible that some of these some of these four star players that might normally be able to sneak in on a Alabama or something like that, mm-hmm. um, there might not be a spot this year for for something like that. So we'll see. Missouri's got a spot. They don't, do. don't worry. It'll always be there for you. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, stay tuned. Next week, we'll recap that visit. And uh, next week, with the 200th episode, we'll be doing our uh, hot wing challenge. Still haven't quite figured out the format on that. But <laughs> the only way you'll get to see that is if you subscribe on Patreon to the tier that gets you exclusive content. We know um, we'll be in pain. We, we know that. Yeah. Yeah, we're not going to, this, you know, we're going to get some hot sauces up in here. <laughs> if you think uh, we're going to take it easy, if you think I'm going to take it easy on Kyle and vice versa with the spice, ooh. we'll be in pain together. Yeah. All right, well, special thank you to our Patreon supporters at the $10 level and above, Britt Treast, Brian Smith, Ryan Demore, Tristan, Ben Smith, Parker, Daddy JD, Louis Hernandez, Tim Keens, and Tyler Harsel. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Uh, you can find this podcast on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. We're on Twitter, at Mizzou Sports Pod, and you can email us at MissouriSportsPod at gmail.com. You can find our t-shirts and new stickers on our online shop, MissouriSportsPod.BigCartel.com. Yeah, uh, restocking our original t-shirts. Yes, that too. Yeah, We're going to so have plenty, so those go check are it out. Back in. Uh, Thank you, everyone, for listening. We will see you next week.